Tanzine West is Canada's largest zine and alt culture festival. $5 entry gets you access to underground zines, comics, and micro press from across Canada. This year features Mimi Pond, author of Over Easy and writer on Simpsons and Pee Wee's Playhouse. Also featuring Leanne Prane and fiction from Janine Allison. The one-two punch book pitch will let audience get live feedback from our judges. Tanzine West is Saturday, November 8th, 1 to 7 p.m. at the Gold Corp Centre for the Arts, 149 West Hastings. Visit brokenpencil.com for tickets and info or look up Broken Pencil on Facebook or Twitter. Sponsored by CITR. Let's listen in as one poor soul tries to find something good to enjoy on the radio. Let's see here. Uh... Oh. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Oh. Everybody. God, this is awful. Well, I climbed up the mountain, climbed back down again for you. I climbed up the mountain again for you, and then I climbed back down, climbed up. Oh. Isn't there anything, 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 anything? Listening to the radio these days can be distressing. Fortunately, here at CITR, our programmers choose the music that they play, so our charts reflect what people actually listen to. To find out what's really topping the charts, pick up a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or check us out online at citr.ca. Unless, of course, you'd rather keep listening to the chart-topping single, Everybody Dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Everybody dance. Hello there, everybody. Everybody who is enduring this now gray, gray Vancouver day. You're listening to the Arts Report on CITR 101.9. I'm going to try to brighten up your day just that tiny little bit. And we've got three awesome guests with me today uh, for today's show. And uh, one of them is Rachel, who's part of the UBC Acapella group, uh, the the Acapella Club, I should say. Uh, and she's going to tell us about the upcoming shows that's going on with the Acapella Club. Uh, and we've also got now a repeat, uh, <laughs> a repeat man right here, John Ori from Jaguar. But we've got a new face from Jaguar as well, Dexter, uh, who has, this is his first time, I believe, joining us in the studio. So uh, they're going to tell us about their uh, latest show coming up on November 10th. Um, but first things first, we're going to play a little clip uh, of a review that Morgan Yee did of an opera. Morgan Yee is the news director of CITR, uh, and she did uh, a review of a play called Suor Angelica. So you're going to check that out in just a moment. Uh, I knew I wouldn't be able to understand it. <laughs> I wasn't quite <laughs> sure uh, how they were going to deal with that aspect. Um, I did go through the playbill, got there about a half hour early, went through the playbill, so I sort of had a general sense of what was going to happen. But no, it was really, really interesting. The first act, as I found from the playbill, it was all 
um, like excerpts from other operas. Mm-hmm. So that was cool, just because there was there's a wide range of of styles and just like the like just vocal range. Even we had we had a couple men who performed, lots of women. That was really interesting. And what they did was they put the words up on a screen behind the singers, uh, so that you could actually you see you would actually know what was going on, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. The set was I, I I should have realized it was at Marpole United Church. So it was it's a small it's a small venue. Yeah, I still had pictured something a lot. Bigger when you think opera, you think <laughs> you think something grand like the Orpheum, perhaps. Yeah. Yes, but uh, you had come into this not knowing the the humble size of uh, the Marpole Church. But what did they what did they make do with? Well, I mean, the church itself is gorgeous. Um, there was seating for probably like two hundred people. Um, so it's, it's not a tiny church, but the the set was much smaller in scope than I had expected. Uh, but it was very well done. It was it was it was a monastery um, or a nunnery, I guess you would call it a nunnery, with a side set up for a couple soldiers. It was set in World War II, just to add a little bit more dimension, and so that the first act was sort of be tied in, like the soldiers were reading letters from other people in town, and so each excerpt from the other opera was supposed to be representative of that letter. Okay. The costumes were great, very simple. I mean, they're nuns, uh, pretty straightforward. <laughs> that was really good. And just the, the singing was, it was crazy. It was so well done. Like, I don't listen to a lot of opera yeah. in my spare time, but I was just blown away by the range and the control that these women had. There were a couple of UBC uh, alumni involved. In oh, awesome. Uh, yeah. You got some names uh, of some of these uh, UBC alumni and their characters. Uh, for example, Campbell McLeod, he did sing in... The- the first act, and he's also the music director for for the organization, so that was really cool. He was a graduate of UBC's opera and education programs. So you were approached by some of these UBC alumni, and they did the fine arts program. Is that what yeah, the deal was? was? The, the um, like the external rep got in touch with me because there were a bunch of UBC people involved mm. uh, in this. But yeah, UBC had a pretty big impact on this particular presentation. Uh, but what was interesting to me too, going to this was how tightly knit Vancouver's opera scene seems to be. Mm. Uh, a lot of people in the audience seemed to have either taught a lot of the people who were involved oh, wow. or were in other were in other productions with some of these people. Like it seemed like a really healthy, thriving opera scene. Okay. Which was shocking because I wouldn't have thought Nobody expects that of Vancouver. It's not like we have this hundreds of years of operatic tradition. But that's that's awesome to hear. So people seem to be like in the know already like people were i guess like exclusive in a sense in the sense that like oh yeah i know you i went to the same school same yeah well it was really interesting when it was done a lot of the singers came came from the dressing room and were just chatting with the audience like it was a very nice and casual yeah it was very casual like people you know they everyone knew each other and you know had worked with her before or just were really keen to talk about you know oh well you know how what did you think how did it go yeah stuff like that like, it was really nice to see yeah was there any is there any other operas like this made by the same company this opera was put on by opera mariposa they have another one coming out in december i think it's hansel and gretel um that one is actually touring you can check on their website for more information about that and i would just encourage people to check out the opera scene in vancouver it's it's very accessible I think student tickets were eighteen dollars. Oh wow! Um, so it's it's totally reasonable. Yeah, the Orpheum can get pricey sometimes. So if you want like an alternative opera source, this opera yeah. Mary Poser might be good. Yeah, checking out some of the smaller locally run opera organizations, I think it's a really good way to uh, dip your toe into uh, into opera. So cool. definitely would definitely would encourage people to do that. All right. Well, thanks, Morgan. And if you find more awesome operas uh, to to spread the good word about. 
let us know at the Arts Report. Thank you. Thanks, Rohit. And we're back. Uh, that was Morgan Yee reviewing Sewer Angelica, put on by Opera Mariposa. And now we have uh, Rachel from UBC Acapella. Hi, Rachel. Hi. As it turns out, we just found out we're actually classmates. <laughs> <laughs> As it is in UBC, there's those uh, you know moments where you realize it's actually a small world after all. So uh, what can you tell us about the UBC Acapella? Um. So UBC Acapella started in 2007, and it started with just a handful of people. Uh, it started with just a handful of people who were practicing in one of the Gage music rooms. Um, and it's sort of, it's gotten huge, actually, since then, in the last seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, we now have around 150 members. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the way UBC Acapella works, it's, so it's acapella singing, obviously, um, which means we don't have any, we don't play guitar, we don't play piano, we just sing, we just sing, and we um, adapt songs that we would like to sing and then turn those into acapella versions. Um, most of the songs are arranged by uh, members of our club. We've Bought a couple of arrangements from, like, Pentatonix. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a big group uh, now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're doing one of their songs uh, in our concert uh, later this month. Um, anyway, so UBC Acapella is actually broken down into four different choirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we have 150 members, and we all sing different songs. Sometimes we sing together. Um, like, sometimes we do joint songs, but most of the songs we do just the choirs. We sing a lot of different repertoire. Um, yeah. Do you have to be a pretty experienced singer, or is this something where people who have never like sang in a in an environment like this, like an a cappella group before, can they join as well and get this training? Yeah, yeah. So um, all the diff- each choir has their own time commitment level and different mm-hmm. skill level. So um, one of the choirs has lots of people who have never read sheet music before, mm-hmm. who just sing in their shower, but they love it. <laughs> um, sort of the overarching like the only thing we ask for is that you love to sing because we can teach you the rest wow um, that's awesome so yeah. you can you have you had like stories of people who they really were tone deaf and then magic magically you guys managed to train them out of that <laughs> yeah actually um we had someone learn how to sight read in about 10 seconds wow it was amazing i like he told us that he couldn't sight read so we asked him if he could try it and then he did and then he just so we played the first couple notes with him and then he just mm-hmm. sang the rest of it we we're like are you sure you don't read music mm-hmm. that's amazing um yeah so and i mean the improvement that we see in people throughout the years is actually pretty pretty astounding so that's awesome yeah. i actually met somebody from ubc acapella i think he used i don't know if he's still part of the club but his name is sam, sam uh, he's a beatboxer yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. actually i was gonna ask how does a beatbox come into acapella is that always Mm. been a tradition of the of the genre or is it something that came about more recently um well i don't really know the history of acapella all that well um but for ubc acapella we've pretty much always had always beatboxers just that's cool it allows you to bring in the drums and other synthesized parts of a song into into an acapella version of the song. So it's really handy. We're always looking for beatboxers. <laughs> we have a beatboxing workshop every year. That's um, really cool. I've been trying to learn, but I'm just so bad. Oh, but I try. So <laughs> it's 
It, it takes a lot of uh, embarrassing moments in the shower. Oh, yeah. It takes a lot of embarrassing moments oh, yeah. in you your just room. Have to spit everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that's really cool. I'm glad to see this harmonizing between beatbox and and singers. It's it's yeah. awesome. And uh, so you have some shows coming up. Uh, what are the two shows you got lined up for November? Mm-hmm. So we have um, we are participating in Lace Up for Kids which takes place in sort of the later part of November. Yes. The 20th or somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, And so we are having a fundraiser at Rowan's Roof, which is a restaurant slash bar at 4th and Vine. Um, And so we're doing a fundraiser there. Um, 20% of the proceeds from that evening, so from Rowan's Roof, go to, uh, are donated to Lace Up for Kids. Um. Yeah, so we're going to go and have some beers, have some food, and sing. And it's very relaxed. We're going to bring, we're going to do some non-acapella singing as well. Bring some guitars, a keyboard, and yeah, it'll just be a chill good time. So Sounds like a pretty casual jam session. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is. And we've got so many people that it'll be a bump in time for sure. <laughs> awesome. And then you have one last event, too. Yeah, um, on November 30th, we have our final concerts. We have a concert at the end of each term where all the choirs within UBC Acapella perform together. Um, so it's at 7 o'clock in the Norm Theater. Ooh, cool. Um, yeah, and it's always so much fun. Um, we have a, a story every year that sort of ties it all together. This year it's Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Um, yeah, just <laughs> A good fun. theme to go on <laughs> with the holidays coming up. Yeah, mm. for sure. Um, well, that, that's awesome, uh, Rachel. And um, if people want to join acapella, they don't have... Do they have to be UBC students? No, right? Or... What's the deal with that? Um, uh, we always talk about this every year, and I always forget what we decide. Um, I think in so to be in the Coral Reef, the Coral Reef is the big group. Hmm. Um, to be in the Coral Reef, I think you can, I think you do not have to be a UBC student. Okay, cool. Uh, but I, I'm not 100% certain on that. I should probably know that. But um, yeah, so we do welcome uh, members from outside of, outside of UBC. Um, and we do have auditions in January. Nice. Okay. Um, so how that, would people sign up for that? Um, Whether they be you, UBC students or not? Yeah, yeah. Or... Um, so you would just go to our website, which is ubcacapella.com. Pretty, nice, Pretty simple. easy. Yeah. You just Google us. Um, yeah, and we'll have auditions at the beginning of January. Um, no big deal. Don't stress. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're really relaxed. We just ask you to... Um, perform a verse and a chorus of some song that you think demonstrates your vocal capabilities and personality. Uh, and then we just do some technical stuff with you just to see what you're capable of. We're not sitting there with a pen and paper going, oh, they did this wrong. They did this <laughs> wrong. Uh, it's very relaxed. We were in your shoes once as well, so <laughs> we know what it's like. Um, yeah, so for January, it would be mostly auditioning for The Reef because um, the, other, the other choirs have um, limited have limited spots and mm. fewer people are moving between groups and leaving in January as opposed to September. So, yeah. Well, great. Thank you for being on, Rachel. You're uh, very welcome. I will definitely try to make it to that jam session you, talk, yeah. you talked about. And uh, 
I want to I want to see the acapella for myself and not just have to rely on Glee and um, <laughs> what's the other what's the movie called that came out Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect right yeah. yeah 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 uh, and Friday will be really fun because you can sing with us too I mean it won't be a strict performance where you know you have to sit quietly and you know, clap at the end like <laughs> I mean we sing Disney we sing uh, Queen like we sing all sorts yes. of different stuff so you know you want to yes. sing under pressure like pff, come on down come sing that's with exactly us. <laughs> what I want to do beers under pressure. <laughs> Music and a fun time. That sounds like uh, a great idea. So, uh, Rowan's Roof, yeah. for those of you who want to get in on the action. So, thanks again, Rachel. You're very welcome. Hope to see you back at uh, CITR. Yeah. All right, thank you. Thanks. And now for something slightly different. Um, we've got uh, two gentlemen from a band that I adore and who also happen to be, uh, you know, Good friends of mine. Uh, got John and Dexter. Uh, how you guys doing? I'm good, man. How are you? What doing up? Doing great. And uh, what's what's the situation for your upcoming show? I hear it is going to be bumping, and it's also going to be at the Biltmore Cabaret, which I believe is the first time you guys have ever played there. Yeah, pretty much. This is the first time we played there. We're, we usually stick to uh, Backstage Lounge. That's like our home base. But um, yeah, it's going to be good, man. We're taking over the east side. <laughs> Pushing east. So what, can you tell me about uh, the Capilano uh aspect of this performance because there's another band as well they're called derival yeah uh, not dervil as one of my <laughs> colleagues earlier had mistakenly thought. definitely derival <laughs> <laughs> so jaguar and derival why the partnership and why the cap you connection all right so um there's four of us in this group because i'm i'm uh i'm taking i'm in this program called the arts and entertainment management program and uh, we were we we're put into a group of four, myself, this guy named Adam, and these two girls named Carol and Jenna. And um, pretty much the assignment was we were given a budget and we can put on any student event. Mm-hmm. So we decided, uh, hey, why not? Adam is the lead singer of Derival. So we were like, hey, let's put on a live music show. It will be great. So... We contacted the Biltmore and booked the date. We're both going to be playing November 10th. Drivel's on first. Yeah. And uh, it's gonna, it's a good chance for everyone to let loose, have a good time before exams. Like, <laughs> you know? That's true. That's true. And uh, uh, so you're part of this music management program, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, as an artist, uh, how has this benefited you in your uh in your experience now, like you, you're actually being a, you know, you're doing the work of a performer, but you're also learning the skills of a, uh, a manager. Has that added a lot of insight? Has that been valuable for your experiences? Oh, totally. I mean, before going to school, it always seemed like there was school and there was music, mm-hmm. but like now they were separate things. Yeah. You know, they, but they, now they felt separate. And now it, it just seems like school isn't, you know, work, school, it is, mm-hmm. it's a lot of work, it's a lot of networking and whatnot, but it all applies to Jaguar and developing our band, and I know it's it's taught me a lot, and I think it's giving us more of an opportunity, because I know 
my main man John right here, he's got a lot of knowledge in that too. And with both of us really putting in everything we know and learning different methods on like building the band, you know, getting us out there, making us huge in Famous. Vancouver. <laughs> like Timberlake yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, I mean it's it's a ton of work and it's kinda of been cool for me to see. Um, you know, it's like every week I feel like I hear more and more of like cool ideas coming out of him because you know it's what he does all week, so it's it's kind of cool. I mean, as a bandmate, I feel like you know the rest, like the other six people involved in 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 the music, we all benefit from what he's what he's doing in his in his own time. You know, he can go do his own thing, but it's pretty cool. We'd be all be pretty happy if he kept doing this for a little while. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, so, what about why the Biltmore in particular? Uh, was there any specific reason, or were they just kind enough to oblige? <laughs> Um, well, I'm going to give a lot of credit to the Biltmore, actually, because in their package, mm -hmm. they offer, like, they offer everything. They offer security, doorman, like, literally everyone that you need to put on an event, they will offer. That's awesome. For a really good price. It's pretty much in the heart of East Van. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I've been to a couple concerts there, never played there before, but, um, it's a pretty happening place like yeah. they got the bar they got a great sound system and derival the other band they're like alternative rock indie so they kind of fit the vibe of the place they yeah. definitely do yeah but then again you know us jungle cats <laughs> we uh <laughs> oh man that's that's great i love how you guys call jungle them. cats man I don't that know. would have been another good band name to be honest the, if, yeah. if jaguar before you discovered jaguar it's like no they're just jungle cats whatever variety of jungle cat each that one better because dude there's no like jaguar really themed merchandise that's the problem right if you're leopard like yeah like half the clothing out there is already in your in your colors but like jaguars like it's just it, it was a terrible band for marketing we found that niche man it did, we did <laughs> we didn't make it easy on ourselves uh jaguar the car company never came up to you eh? no <laughs> man. Yet, man i mean not they yet. should be when you get big enough that's when that you're... that's the goal man we just like you have to like hit that last that last step and then all of a sudden boom we're set we're doing you know promotional <laughs> things for jaguar driving around company cars <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's awesome yeah, so man. how about we play a tune um Sure. Should we just do one from the good old uh, Jaguar Bandcamp? Yeah, man. We got a, we got that EP yeah. that we've recorded. If you guys haven't already, I'm sure you guys have. <laughs> CITR listeners, no doubt Jaguar fans, you should yeah. have bought it already. You can also you can download it for free, too. I shouldn't say that. Like, you have to <laughs> buy it. Well, hey, um, either way, people will consume it. I mean, that, this is the beauty of Bandcamp. Um, which one? I mean, there's four songs. I like all four of them, so I'm letting you choose which is the first one you like people to. Let's let's do breathe. That's breathe. <sighs> breathe, baby. <It's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so that one, um, breathe has uh, music by Dexter, and then I think we we both worked on the lyrics for that one. Oh, that was right from your heart, man. Oh man, no, I think it, officially it was both of us because he threw a couple of lines in there, but. Yeah, yeah. I don't drift. know if Dexter wants to claim too much credit with the lyrics because <laughs> them lyrics are raunchy. Yeah. They're, they're John Ori flavored. It's not, it's not the thing you, you sing for your mama, man. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> you keep that separate. <laughs> it happened to a friend of a friend of mine. <laughs> Tales right. from the Crypt Crip Keeper lyrics, man. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's listen to Jaguar's uh, track Breathe off their EP. So coming at you on Art Support, Jaguar, breathe.
tide's coming round And baby won't you show me What being alone's all about No need to do your hair Ain't no need to choose a dress Just wear your sexy little smile and leave it up to me to do the rest. Let me get close to you. Let me break your walls down and then won't you get near to me?
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Starting this weekend, UBC basketball is back on CITR. On Friday, November 7th, the men's and women's teams kick off their regular season against a longtime rival. At 6 p.m., the number two ranked women's team is in action against the Victoria Vikes in the first of a two-game series. The men's team tips off at 8, and both games can be heard on 101.9 FM. On Saturday, the men's hockey team is back home to take on the Calgary Dinos. Currently in fourth place in the conference, the T-Birds will look to gain some ground on the second place Dinos. Puck drop is at 7 p.m. on CITR.ca. You just gotta love sports. Are you not sure where to go on campus? Traveling late at night and afraid to go alone? Call SafeWalk, a free service where a co-ed team will take you anywhere you need to go on campus. Don't walk alone. For a walk, add SafeWalk to your phone. Call 604-822-5355. That's 604-822-5355. Alternatively, use a UBC Blue phone and ask for SafeWalk. Approach any SafeWalk team or drop by our office on the main floor of the sub across from the gallery lounge. Do you need someone to talk to? If you are seeking a listener who is non-judgmental, confidential, and familiar with resources, then a Speakeasy volunteer might be able to help you. AMS Speakeasy is a peer support service located in the North Concourse of the Sub. If you would like to speak to someone, come to the desk and tell a volunteer, or ring the doorbell located behind the desk. Hey guys, you're listening to The Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. Uh, I'm here with uh, another guest now has just <laughs> arrived in the building. Uh, the beardy man himself, <laughs> Jordy Irvin. Evening, everybody out there. Beard How's face thriller. Beard, beard face, face thriller. I like that one. <laughs> uh, he's also a member of Class Act. Um, we're gonna speak with him, but uh, Jaguar and Class Act have a good relationship. So uh, beautiful relationship. Yeah, yeah. Just a budding relationship. A budding. <laughs> it's still <laughs> romance is in the air. <laughs> you could say we're brothers. Yeah, you can. I'm okay with that, man. You can say that yet. You can say that now. You can start saying it in public. It's official. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so first of all, I got to acknowledge the fact that I played Nightstand again when I meant to play <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> I, this is, I don't know why I do this every time. I'm just like incompetent. That's why we keep coming back, man. Yeah. It's beautiful. You just play the wrong beautiful song every time. I yeah, love yeah. it. So no, that was actually nightstand so you, so you guys know our band camp setup is like a bit of a trap if you go and you hit play you might or like you click a song you might think you're about to play something but because nightstand's like that top track or like the it's the preview track is what they call it mm-hmm. it plays that one so it's oh, not yeah, like yeah. Rohit's an idiot it's like we kind of we, we we booby trapped our our band camp a little bit <laughs> unintentionally <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> thanks john thanks <laughs> But no, Nightstand, also a beautiful song. You said your uh, buddy Thad did a good job in that. What was his yeah, role in it? that's Thad on the flugelhorn at the end there. <laughs> Just being absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful sound, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thad's a killer, man. He's like, he's a very undercover brother type personality. 
But my goodness, wicked talented dude. We should. I mean, speaking of that, but you've also got some new members because, uh, uh, as we know, sadly Ori left uh, for ne- the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, but you also got a new drummer, I believe, or is? Um, well, or we've been working with the sub for a little oh, with bit. With the sub, yeah, yeah, just to alternate. Um, just, I mean, uh, you know, we Max has been with us now for probably eight months, I think, eight nine months, something like that. Um, and uh, it was just a situation where he couldn't make um, the last couple shows we've done. So we've been working with a guy who's kind of a, a friend of the band named Ruben. And Ruben's a killer too, man. Yeah. We're in a cool position. Like, I feel like, you know, we, we keep finding really good players that come out of the woodwork. So Yeah. And the new bassist, uh, what's his name? His name's Aaron. Um, he's a CAP student as well. Okay. And cool. Ruben used to go to CAP. So that's a, that's a cool thing. All CAP players now. <laughs> yeah. No. For real, actually. Um, Ruben's, Ruben and Aaron, they really put the rhythm section together. It's going to be a fun show, though, man. We got, uh, we're actually working in a Soundhouse studio this past Saturday, uh, for four hours around there. Four hours, man. Recording some new material. A little bit, yeah. Um, Jordy came in, did a little photo. Yeah, man, we felt like rock stars. That's we so cool. Pretty, uh, it's a cool space. Yeah. I really like it there, man. We Where's this go place back. at? It's 4th and... on 33rd West 8th. Oh, God. Oh, okay. So, I mean, <laughs> close to 4th. It's like <laughs> only a few blocks away. Yeah. So, you know, it's basically there. Right by a brewery, actually. So oh, nice. Yeah. Very, very convenient. convenient. <laughs> I think we still owe you some beer from that one, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get the pictures, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Determine how many. Yeah, no, I'm glad to hear that uh, Jordy uh, is doing some photos for you guys. Uh, is it just for an album cover, or is this part of a, a larger visual project that you guys got going? Well, we, we've never really done much photo shoot, like yeah. any photo shoot, really. And, you know, Jordy's one of Vancouver's best photographers, so... <laughs> Most up-and-coming yeah. bearded yeah, photogs. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the top three bearded photographers, you know, in the city, which isn't saying. <laughs> uh, he's up there, man. He's he's in my top three. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I think for us, I mean, we've been making, it's been like over a year now for Dexter and I. And as the band is now, it's been, I guess, only like nine months, which is kind of a weird thing to think about. But, um, you know, I, we've been making music for, for a while now, finished the EP. We've probably got five or six originals written since then as well so kind of the next step for us is probably to start you know promoting ourselves a little bit better and getting you know like what do we look like are we you know seven feet tall four feet tall who are we (laughs) so getting you know kind of getting ourselves out there and getting our music out there a little bit more have you thought about doing a music video uh Uh, is that uh in the works for a particular song dexter's nodding i was about to shake my head (laughs) (laughs) i'm digging it thanks for giving the visuals for our radio audience (laughs) Yeah, you you yeah. so you're thinking about it, Dexter. Clearly, oh, Mr. Band man. Manager. <laughs> oh, well, like we live in such a beautiful place, man. You yeah, gotta no. do something underwater, like <laughs> yeah, you know, something like that. Whoa, aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first funk band to make a music <laughs> video in the Vancouver Aquarium. That'd be revolutionary stuff, right there. <laughs> I think it'd be like a live video shoot, mm. you know, just to see the crowd get into it or something like that. Yeah, that'd be kind of sure. cool. Yeah. I don't know whether our, our like our energy comes across necessarily 
you know, in a yeah, in no. a staged video. I don't think that's like the best representation of who we are. Even no, no, it's no, got to no. be something. That's off. why it's got to be like live or something. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want like, like a sessions yeah. kind of video. Well, You'd well, rather just like, have just it. like do it at a show and like yeah. and put it together from some footage in an actual show rather than like paying people to come out and like dance around like. <laughs> I feel like that that'd just be the kiss of death, man. That's I think music the... videos these I mean well music videos in general never like follow the song literally, you know? It's like it could be a very conceptual thing. So Yeah. Totally. I guess if you had a song that had a uh, concept you really want to carry across, like in a visual form, you could do it. But I, I agree with you. You guys are yeah. you guys are all about the, the musical instruments and the just the seeing like a big funk band on stage is just that alone is a is a treat. So yeah, maybe maybe doing some kind of sessions work. I don't know. It'd be yeah. cool. Uh, I mean, it sounds like at least one of us has a, has been planning the responsible <laughs> one. <Yeah>. So <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of funny too. Like I think you I mean Dex is definitely seeing it more than I am because he's going to school for it, but. I think people don't realize how much work goes into like just getting everything rolling. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I I'd like to think we make it look easy, but you know, like booking clubs and getting openers and the sound guys and you know this and this and all the moving pieces and oh right, I got to meet with six people this week for four hours, which is you know feels impossible at times and <laughs> it's I mean it's it's a pretty crazy thing to keep moving. So um, you know it's stuff stuff like music videos, man, it takes up a ton of time. Like that's that's a really big project. I'd like to just see more music from you guys. Music. Yeah. So that's going to be dope if you guys keep just keep up producing more stuff like that you got with the EP, like along that lines. And I know you're going to see more more people uh, getting your music. And how's that been going, actually, distributing? Like, is it just a band camp or have you guys been like throwing CDs out into the audience? <laughs> like, I remember you said that was actually an idea you had I think at one point. We gave out shirts last uh, in, in October. I don't think we gave out CDs. No. No. Do you want do you want to talk about your idea? Yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got so a grand idea. This is yeah. <laughs> so again, this is idea. this is part of this whole like lot of moving pieces thing. So we've been kicking around the idea. We, you know, we wanted to get another recording out there because mm-hmm. um, we've been looking at stuff like you know getting into Spotify and RDO and iTunes and all that. Um, and we one of the things that came up is we'd like to get a little bit more you know music behind us, a few more four more tracks. Um, and you know, studio time is awesome. Uh, it's expensive, yeah, but you know, you can you can fund it. Um, but the problem is, it's time consuming. Um, and for us right now, you know, we we love playing shows so much. We we've been kind of kicking around the idea of doing like a live recording. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna be announcing we got another uh, end of the year, at least one more date for the end of the year's out in December. Um, that we'll be announcing fairly soon. Um, and kind of starting to promote. But uh, we're kicking around the idea of doing a live recording there. So. We might be recording off uh, off the board there and and getting some crowd sounds and kind of making it so the listener at home, you know, here on Spotify feels like they're really there. So I mean, whether or not that goes down, we'll see. But uh, it's you know, it's in the plans. Cool. So now I'm gonna play "Breathe for Real." I've got it lined up. If I mess it up this time, just just call me out like right away. <laughs> like we're gonna play we're gonna play a bit of the song. Okay, let's okay, see okay. let's see if Rohi can get it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
Hey, everybody. Um, so now it's time for a little bit of a jam session. I just uh, got these guys down for it. We, we do, we're going to do a cappella jams, like the UBC a cappella group. Rachel ain't here to appreciate it, but maybe it's she's okay. listening. Maybe she's still listening. But yeah, um, you know, it's just uh, four dudes, four voices. Let's see what we can make work. Um, you want me to start a beat, or would you like to just start... Yeah, song. yeah. Drop a beat. Yo, 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 bro, heat. Kick it, kick it. Cheers, drink beers, I think we're the only ones that think clear Look, we're on the brink near the edge of legendary And yes, it's necessary and never's less than rarely in heaven cemetery We travel to the kingdom just so we could bring some things from the classmates Yo, at last great raps made its way back from its crap state We smash crates and rap tapes with bad tastes of past greats Make mad cake, pass the cash rake Oh, you're just a tad late your heart with glass stakes, then the glass breaks. We rock through your windshield like a cock glock. When it pops, makes the pig squeal. Don't mess with six pills. Cherry up my Mary J, my kind of big kids meal. And, and I leave, leave your wig peeled. peeled. 
Yo, but shouts out to my hairdresser Never slacking, but sometimes cracking Under peer pressure Get your body moving back and forth From the sheer pleasure Try scaling it, but it's way beyond me A measure, acts again, I'm still fresher Raps written, queer feathers feel better After I kill sever, but kneel never Uh and I question you rhetorically, like how to pronounce portacy, no ejecting nor aborting me, but Dill is the king reportedly, I'm thinking of him but recording me, willing to sing but ignore the key, filling my ring while I joy you G, when I get home I'm making my own, because into Porto afford a beat, I'm the architect, ergo, visa V concordedly, on the cover of rap game quarterly, my fans stay applauding me, before, during, and after the show in orderly fashion, and what's happening, and the microphone I'm passing, to the artist of rawness, you show them where I is, yo. Do, it don't matter do, if you're sitting do, in the back do, do, front do, do, The beat smashing the class while we blast the blunt do, 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 Sit back do, just do, like do, we're gonna do, have some fun Chillin' with class act, y'all It don't matter do, if you're sitting do, in the back do, do, front do, do, The beat smashing the class while we blast the blunt do, Sit do, back do, just like we're gonna do, have do, some fun do, You're chillin' with class act, y'all Oh, sometimes well, it's true, you really knew you me. You get me in a crowd of high-class people. And then you act really rude to me. Well, oh, baby, oh, baby, baby, baby. When you love me, I can't get enough It ain't too bad the way you use me Cause I sure am using you to do the things you do It ain't too bad the way you using me Cause I sure am using you to do the things you do it ain't too bad the way you're using me Cause I sure am using you to do the things you do Oh man, Who gonna stop me, Jordy Rohit, you guys are Oh, and you guys, man. DJ. That was beautiful, man. You got MC Gordy, DJ Rohit in the house. I wish people could realize that literally we just came up with that arrangement. This was not pre planned. This was totally. It was Use Me by Bill Withers, but we did it our own style. That was really cool, guys. That was awesome. It's always cool on CITR. Oh, man. Well,. If you guys uh, would like to hear some of those beautiful funkadelic voices, you will be hearing them this uh, coming Monday at the Biltmore Cabaret. You will have Jaguar, but also Derival, both cool bands. Uh, I know Jaguar, so I'm going to vouch for them being really cool, possibly cooler. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, but it's going to be two amazing bands. Talents coming out of Capilano University, so we're giving... Uh, gotta give some love to the local talent here in the city and uh, it's gonna be at a good time uh, Biltmore Cabaret always a solid venue so uh, check it out this coming Monday uh, at Biltmore Cabaret Jaguar and Arrival uh, well folks that's all for Arts Report uh, you've, uh, I hope you had a good time listening today uh, till next time 
Take care. You're listening to CITR 101.9. Stay tuned for Arts on Air.